everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. This mini-sode is about one of our favorite topics, food. We've had a lot of them. Of course. (laughs) But this one is specifically about sushi. You may be thinking, what could they possibly talk about sushi? It's good. End of story. It is good. End of story. But... There's actually so many different kinds of sushi that you may not be aware of. So we're just going to talk about those and obviously talk about our favorite sushi. And our suggestions for sushi that you should try because we like it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So traditional sushi is made with medium grain white rice and it is vinegared and has salt and sugar, and that is sushi rice. And then you add raw seafood or vegetables to it. It's often served with pickled ginger, soy sauce, and wasabi. If you're in Japan, the wasabi is usually placed under the fish and above the rice. So if you don't like wasabi, check before you eat. (laughs) Yes, usually it is not optional. (laughs) That is traditional sushi, but... In America, you know how Americans like to switch things up. There are many, many different sushis. I mean, I've seen beef sushi, you know, like beef and rice. I've seen like, you know, sushi with no rice and no seaweed. I feel like in Japan, it's really about the fish and the flavor of the fish and the flavor of the rice. Mm -hmm. I think mainly in Western countries, it's about the combinations of things to create a unique taste. You know, like a California roll or a spider roll. It's very Mm roll-based. I also feel that deep-frying sushi is not a thing that really happens in Japan very often, but it's very common (laughs) here in North America. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sushi burritos. Yes. I love sushi burritos, okay? It's like eating a gigantic maki roll. Yes, it's amazing. (laughs) I've had them deep fried and they are good. So, hey, innovation. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just different. It's not traditional. Let's go over the different kinds of sushi. Maki. You know, like a maki roll for something. Mm -hmm. Salmon maki roll. Tuna maki roll. It refers to a type of sushi where rice and ingredients are carefully rolled in a sheet of nori or seaweed, and then it's cut into smaller pieces. Long, thin rolls typically, you know, feature just like one fish, like just tuna, and that is considered a maki roll. Yep, I've even seen it with like pumpkin and avocado, so if you've ever seen that on a menu, it's usually a cheaper roll too because it's just the one ingredient in the roll. I'd say I've seen anywhere from like 6 to $8 for a maki roll. So the next type is called a gunkan maki. This is what is usually holding things like uni and salmon roe. Uh, it's basically a rice ball with a big wide strip of nori wrapped around it that leaves space at the top for the extra ingredient. This could be uni, like I said, sea urchin, squid, salmon roe. And the name Gunkan is actually translated to be battleship or warship sushi (laughs) because that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like a little battleship token. It's got that oval shape um, and it resembles like a tiny ship. So temaki, you may know as a hand roll. It resembles an ice cream cone. To make it, rice and ingredients are held within a sheet of nori wrapped into a cone. Hand rolls are great. You hold them in your hand and you eat them. Yes. Ugh. 
The hand roll is like an everyday man's sandwich sushi. It doesn't feel as filling as maybe like an eight or ten piece roll, but it definitely feels more filling than two pieces of like a sushi, a normal sushi roll. So the next type of sushi that I want to talk about is called nare. And this is sushi with fish that is preserved for several months to several years in salt and rice. Oof. Yeah, like fish jerky, kind of. <laughs> These days, nare is generally less popular because of its extremely pungent flavor, and that makes sense to me. In fact, I've never seen this type of sushi in my eating experiences in the United States. But if you have, please let us know about your experience, because it sounds interesting. I feel like some fish would be better preserved than others. Fermented things are definitely making a comeback. It's definitely a trend Mm -hmm. in food. And so I could see something like this reappearing. You know, maybe having a side of like kimchi or a side of like pickled daikon. Yeah, fermentation usually carries good gut bacteria. Like kimchi is excellent for that. So I could definitely see that becoming like a health fad. (laughs) So nigiri. This is probably my favorite type of sushi. It's a hand-pressed rice cylinder topped with any number of ingredients, uh, seafood, vegetables, it could be an omelet, tofu, even meat nowadays. And it's literally the ingredient laying on a beautiful little bed of delicious sushi rice. Yeah, and I think just for our audience, let's contrast nigiri and sashimi. Okay, if you see a sushi menu and it has salmon, And then on the side, it has sushi, nigiri, or sashimi, and you get to choose one. So if you got the salmon sushi, you're probably getting a salmon maki. Nori on the outside, rice on the inside, and the salmon on the inside. Now, if you wanted a salmon nigiri, you're just going to get salmon laying on the rice. Most nigiri comes in two pieces, unless it's like really high quality fish, and then they only give you one. (laughs) Sashimi is literally just fish, nothing else. Yep, it is just a piece of raw fish. So I hope that helps you in your restaurant journeys, friends. (laughs) So the next type of sushi is called Oshi. And I have never had this either, but it sounds very interesting. It is made by pressing ingredients into a rectangular box and then layering it with toppings and cutting the sushi into neat angular shapes like rectangles, triangles, or small squares. And toppings include fish like mackerel, gizzard, shad, and may also be decoratively layered with edible leaves like bamboo. This almost sounds like the finger sandwich of sushi. It's like the lasagna of sushi. Oh, okay. (laughs) So Saza is sushi containing rice and toppings wrapped in a bamboo leaf, And I've seen this displayed a number of different ways, but the kind that I find the most aesthetically pleasing is it looks like they made it a circle and then they cut it so it looks like you have like a slice of pizza or a pie, but it's sushi. Oh, cute. And kakin oha is that, but instead of a bamboo leaf, it is a persimmon leaf. Hmm. In the United States, if you go get Korean barbecue, usually you can have like lettuce leaves on the side, which you can wrap the meat and the rice into, but you can also do that with persimmon leaves, which is a more popular like South Korean thing. The next type of sushi I want to talk about is called tamari. It's basically a small round ball of pressed rice that's topped with a thin layer of fish or other ingredients. And it's a really fitting name because the traditional Japanese embroidered ball is called a tamari. 
which means handball. <laughs> and it's often a colorful and decorative sushi. It's like little sushi circles. So I'm going to talk about shirashi and many, many uh, sushi places in the U.S. have a shirashi bowl. So mm-hmm. it's shirashi or shirashi bowl. It is a bowl of rice topped with a bunch of different ingredients, but popular toppings include pieces of salmon, squid, cucumber, shredded omelet, boiled prawns, avocado, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like a bowl of delicious sushi rice with all the toppings on top. Yes. It's like a deconstructed sushi burrito. <laughs> oh my god, yeah! <laughs> it's a sushi burrito bowl. <laughs> okay, so the last one we want to talk about is honestly one of my favorite, and it is called Inari. Inari is that little pouch of deep fried tofu. Delicious. Yeah, so good. That is simmered in a seasoning of mirin, soy sauce, dashi, and sugar. And the pouch is most commonly filled with vinegar sushi rice to create this sweet, slightly sour, juicy mouthful. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you can also fill the inari with the rice and with a topping like mushrooms, squid, boiled prawns, chives, shredded omelet, or my favorite, seaweed salad. Seaweed salad is chef kiss in an in, in Ari. Now I'm very hungry. <laughs> I know, right? So prepare to get more hungry because we're going to now talk about our favorite sushi. I definitely love salmon the most in terms of fish. I love salmon nigiri. I also really like salmon maki rolls. The nori just hits that great sweet spot of making it just a little bit salty. Mm. I love it. If I'm eating salmon and giri, I'm dipping that baby in soy sauce. If I'm eating a salmon maki roll, maybe I won't. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> I really, really, really like octopus nigiri, and you may be thinking, ew. <laughs> and that's fair, but I like how it tastes. It is very chewy, but it has such a unique flavor. I just enjoy it. It's just my opinion. <laughs> It's what she likes. (laughs) I really, really like ahi tuna, but specifically in a maki roll. Lately, I haven't really been digging it with just the rice. For me, it just tastes better with the nori included. Mm. So, Also, I really like kappa rolls, and that is a cucumber maki roll. And they are very popular in the United States. Actually, a lot of vegetarian sushi is very popular in the United States. I love yellowtail nigiri, and the only non-maki roll that I really do enjoy is called a Florida roll. From each restaurant, a Florida roll is probably going to differ, but for the most part, it's going to have tuna, salmon, and avocado. I love it. Okay, so I am definitely more of a roll person, probably than Emily is, but I'll eat anything with eel in it. So that could be just eel by itself, eel nigiri, an eel maki roll, eel in a black and white roll, which is eel and cream cheese, dragon rolls, which again, vary from restaurant to restaurant, but usually have like eel, salmon, avocado, just like an insane amount of like very umami, savory things all together. And eel itself is a very smoky, savory fish. So if that's not really your thing, you probably won't like it. It's not, like, fresh. (laughs) I don't really enjoy eel that much. It's not a fresh experience as much as, like, eating a piece of salmon nigiri or tuna nigiri is going to be. But if you like kind of, like, a smoky vibe, it's really good. Also, that, like, dark, sweet, thick sauce that you get on stuff sometimes is usually eel sauce. 
or uh, teriyaki sauce, and they're pretty similar. I really love salmon nigiri also, like Emily. There's just something about it. It's just, it hits the spot. It's delicious. I also like smoked salmon nigiri too, um, which is, it's almost like having lox. If you had bagel and lox, it's like that, but with on sushi rice. <laughs> um, and same thing in rolls as well. I love tuna nigiri too. And I recently had escalar nigiri and it was very delicious. So that is on my favorites as well. I also really love tamago, like just by itself. It's really good. It's kind of like a sweet egg if you've never had it you should definitely try it it's a different experience from just having like an omelet (laughs) it doesn't taste like that it's very fluffy it has a unique flavor it's very good it's made in a very special pan too it's very hard to recreate if you don't have yes (laughs) i also like i said i love inari with the seaweed salad inside of it it's just the the combination of like They put sesame oil in the seaweed salad, so it's like sesame oil, the sushi rice, the deep fried tofu, all together, it's just amazing. There is a tamaki dish that I had all the time, but it it wasn't a hand roll, but they called it tamaki, but it would be good like that. It's grilled beef with like chives and green onions like grilled in it too. That was very good. And then as far as chirashi bowls go, again, eel or salmon is like my protein of choice, so... Damn, I'm so hungry I know. right now. <laughs> let's go get some sushi. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this up so we can go get some sushi. What is your weekly K-pop recommendation, Rachel? I'm going to recommend Baby Don't Stop by NCTU. I'm going to recommend Lipstick by Orange Caramel. A classic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Watch some of our food adventures on our YouTube channel at Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're there. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you follow, you subscribe, you like it, whatever you need to do, because we are here on Fridays for you. We'll see you guys next week with the K-pop roundup. Bye. Bye.